So we're holding by Melech Malif, where at Perig Bey's Pasuk Yud Gimel, the shir was started as a schos l'inishmas, echeskel shrag, ben Avram Yehuda, it should also be a schos l'inishmas, Rabbi Chiel Mechel ben Asher, and Chaim Elozeb ben Shem Shenarye, as well as a schos for Fushlema, for Moshe ben Miriam, Yosef Menach ben Chava, Chaim Moshe Yeshua ben Malka, and Rezul Chayi Bracha Basplum Rachel. So after learning about the Betira of David Melech, we now move on to Adaini Yo who after losing out his claim to the throne to Shloimai, now tries to come up with an indirect scheme where he might retake the Malchus now that David is no longer in the picture. So Pasuket Gimel, Vayavay Adaniyo ben Chagis el Bathsheba im Shloimai. Adaniyo, the son of Chagis, approaches Bathsheba, who was Shloimai's mother. Vatoymer, so she says, or she asks him, HaShalom Be'echa, are you coming in peace? Vayoymer Shalom, and he responds, I am coming in peace. So the Mitsudas explains that um, since she knew that he had resentment for her, for her role in getting Shlomai on the throne, and him denied the Malchus by David by interceding on behalf of Shlomai with Nasan. So she understood that maybe he's coming to start up with her, and maybe he's coming out of resentment and out of hatred for her. So therefore she asks him if his intentions are peaceful or not. So Pasuk Yedalid Vayoymer, so Adonio says, I have something I want to speak to you about. And she gives him permission to speak. Pasuk Tezva Vayoymer, and he says, You know, that really the Malchus was mine. And all of Klai Yisrael was looking at me to be the Melech. And the Malchus was taken from me and diverted. Instead, it went to my brother. That was the desire of Hashem. So Adonio now is trying to gain sympathy from Bathsheba based on the fact that, the, as the Mitsudis explains, number one, he was the eldest son, so he was the rightful heir to the throne. And number two, that that Klai was looking at me, that I had the support of the, of the people. So I had those two things going for me, but nevertheless, because it was Hashem's desire that Shleim may rule, therefore he got the Malchus. So he's trying to gain sympathy from, from Bathsheba so that she grant him his wish, which we will see is that Avishak Ashunamis, who was David's attendant, be given to him as a wife. So Adonio hoped that by Bathsheba feeling sorry for him, she would help him gain this sort of consolation prize that really he was entitled to, at least he was entitled to something based on the fact that he was really in line to be the Melech. So Pasuk Tezayin, V'yato eneo she'el achas anoichi she'el me'itach, I have one request to make of you, al toshevi as panoi, do not turn me away, from this request, so she grants him permission again to make this request. The Radak points out that you see from Adoniyo's Lashen that there was a terrible avla here, that it wasn't just selfishness, but that he was directly violating the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because he says at the end of Pasuk Tezvav, Ki Hashem that it came from Hashem, not just that it was David's desire, but that he understood that based on the Nevuah from Nasan, this was Hashem's desire, that Shlaim might be the Melech. And nevertheless, we'll see that Adonio still wants to take the Malchus away. He wants to use Avishag uh, uh, as a tool to regain the Malchus. And so he's clearly going against what he knows to be the Ratzon Hashem 
despite, and, and he doesn't care, he disregards that just to get what he wants. So Pasuk Yedzayin Vayoymer, so he says, Please speak to Shlame HaMelech, because he will not turn you away, that he should give me Avishak Ashunamis as a wife. So Adonio here makes his play to receive Avishag to be his wife. She was the attendant of David. However, we saw that David never married her. So there is no problem here of marrying someone's stepmother or marrying the Amana of a Melech. But nevertheless, it was still usher for a hedyoit, for a regular person, to use something that was used by the king. For example, the king's scepter, the king's sharvit, was not allowed to be used by a regular person. But since, uh, so since Avishak had served David, Lechaira was also usher for someone like Adonio to marry her, unless he too had the din of a Melech. So his the Rashi and the Redak learned that his request to be allowed to marry Avishag was basically the equivalent of him saying that she should have the status of a Melech. And this request now ties in to what we saw in Pasuk Tezvav. Why is it important for him to bring up the fact that he was next in line uh, in terms of age and that he was also accepted by the people? So the point in bringing that up is that that should give him, that should allow him some sort of din of a melech to the point where he should be able to use the things that were used by David, specifically Avishag. Uh, the Abarbanel adds that it was this point that convinced Shleimai that Adonio really wanted the Malchus. This point about, I should be treated on some level as a king, I should have some status as a Melech, that convinced Shleimai, Shleimai was able to see through that Adonio was trying, in a roundabout way, to regain his status in the eyes of a people as the equivalent of a Melech. And hoping to launch that into eventually taking the Malchus away from Shleimai completely. The Mabim says that Adonio's argument was that Similarly to the way the other Mepharshim learned that his claim was that the Machus was his by birthright, as well as the fact that most of Klai Yisrael supported him, and that for that reason, he was really right to be the Melech. But the Malbim then adds that the Malchus was Vatisov HaMalucha, that the Lashon of Vatisov or Nasaba means that it went from where it was appropriate to where it was inappropriate. It went to somewhere else. So the Malchus, which was appropriate to go to me, was diverted to someone else. So because of that, I deserve a Chelek Katan. I deserve some small Chelek of being a Melech, which is what? That I want the woman who served the king. She should be given to me. And I'm not like a regular person because, the, says the Malbim, Adonio's argument was that the Malchus came to him before it even went to Shleimai. And then the Malbim explains why Adonio ends off with the words, Kime Hashem that the Malchus went to Shleimai based on the desire of Hashem. He says that normally the reason why you can't use the, uh, the, the items of a king is because there has to be a certain fear. You can't just make yourself comfortable with the items that belong to a king, you would lose the respect. But he said, that's only a king that's popularly elected by the people because the people elected him. If they lose respect for him, they could remove him. But a king that was appointed by Hashem who has a right from God to the Malchus, for him, you don't need the same din of fearing a Melech because his Malchus isn't coming. His, his power, his Kayach isn't coming from the people. It's coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So there, it's no problem with using his items. You're not going to lose respect for him because his Malchus doesn't come from you, the people. It comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why, the, as the Medrash says, that even though a king 
a human king, you're not allowed to ride on his horse, sit on his throne, or use his, his tools, a scepter. But when it comes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you could ride horses that God created or sit on thrones that God created, even though they all belong to God. You know why? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu, his machas isn't coming from you. His machas is above and beyond. It exists beyond anything that a human being can, can attribute to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so for that reason, there's no requirement for you to have the same level of fear for HaKadosh Baruch Hu as you would for a Melech Basar Adam.